From the moment we start our lives, we have questions like, why are we here? Why does Timmy ride the short bus? Why is it raining? Is my water on? All these questions lead me to the same outcome. Anger. Yuri, I'm angry at these questions. Are you angry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, really? What are you angry about? Can't see my forehead. Uh, Yuri, God, come on. Uh, How about new? Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. I, I bring you on to the point. Anyway, not the point. As an anger aficionados, we set out a short list of anger songs that will make you roundhouse kick your mother, toss the toddler, and set fire to the neighbor's house just for having a functioning family. Do you agree, Yuri? Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> anger aficionados. That's what we are. Okay. Moving on. So. Similar to like what we did in previous lists, I'm desperately trying to make a shorter podcast. So we only have 10 songs that we chose. Now, this isn't going to be particularly to everyone's taste, and I cannot recommend these in good conscience. But also, on that note, they're pretty dang good songs if I do say so myself. Fire. <laughs> Fuego, in a sense. <clears throat> but viewer discretion is listened to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I know. They know. They know what you mean. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Proceed with caution is what I mean. All right. But with that being said, we're gonna consider a variety of them, and we'll talk a little bit about each of them. Um. So Yuri, what do we have first to talk about? So I think first on our list is uh, "Bullet with Butterfly Wings." It's by Smashing Pumpkins. Um, and a lot of these are going to be kind of the same thematic. They're going to be metal, rock, whatever. Uh, and the topics kind of range a little bit because a lot of people think of, you know, hate or anger songs, the things they listen to when they're mad. Uh -huh. um, and they're mostly listening to it for the musical aspect. They don't mm -hmm. really think about the lyrics necessarily. And so a lot of the time, these songs that they're listening to are actually love songs. I think, like, I surprised a lot of people talking about uh, Down With The Sickness. <laughs> <They> say, <laughs> well, hold on there. A love song. <laughs> yeah, hold on there. What I don't... Do do no, no. He's got a point. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's just... This is kind of distinguishing... Trying, we're trying to keep out some of those love songs. There's still a couple in there, if I remember correctly, that are kind of hinting towards that. But most of these are going to be like self-loathing or hate against the government kind of songs. Like they're, but they're still the same type of thing you would listen to if you were mad. All right, sounds good. I mean, nice. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, the first one is uh, smashing. Pumpkins. Also, I, th I think it's fair to note, we're not necessarily hitting things that are solely, like, the most popular. We're also hitting, like, some underrated ones that we feel, like, might be a little bit better fitting for this list. So, honestly speaking, you might think, like, our choice in one song over another might be wrong, but... It's specifically geared for this list. It's not necessarily because we might enjoy it the most or we it's the most popular among the fans of that genre or artist, okay? Yeah, it's kind of filtered for like what we were just talking about. 
All right, so um, to start off, we're going to listen to the Smashing Pumpkins clip that Yuri has supplied with us. Um, not that he owns it. I should also clarify that none of us own yeah. these songs, but rather we can share snippets of it. And we have chosen the little, little pieces of it that kind of highlight exactly what, well, how, how, how sharp this edge will cut you. Okay? All right. So, moving straight on. Here's Smashing Pumpkins Bullet with the Butterfly Wings. All right. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's all we get. Um, I understand why you clip wanted me to clip that because it kind of sets up like the intro. I just yeah. wish I got the in like the like it kept going, and that's just like that's just like uh, me. It's real sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're really setting the tone with the just the lyrics yeah. as you were mentioning yeah it's kind of a tease because i mean I, mm -hmm. I think everybody knows this song they just don't know they know it because in the chorus is that whole the despite all my rage i'm still just a rat in a cage and da, 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 da. so everybody knows that part but like looking at the lyrics at the beginning the the in the music it kind of flows properly but reading it's kind of strange so he's saying the world is a vampire sent to drain secret destroyers hmm. that, that just doesn't seem like it sounds right <laughs> um, but then you go on and start looking at the rest of it they hold you up to the flames he doesn't say they but it's kind of implied and what do i get for my pain the betrayed desires and a piece of the game so hmm. it's kind of talking about how he became a part of the system and was kind of abused by it. He was hoping to get one thing and got another. And it's kind of sad thinking about it. And that's why he's this whole song is about being angry about it. He kind of got gypped on it, <laughs> so to speak. No, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but like, seriously, like a lot of, I feel like all, and then I feel like this is an important thing to distinguish. Like, just because it's an angry song, like, it's... There's definitely a fine line between angry and sad. And a lot of it is just, like, the amount of emotion that's directed for the subject. Like, in most of a psychological aspect, mm -hmm. when you're thinking about, like, the sta stages of, like, depression or anything, most times people will get angry before they get sad. Um... So this is literally just one step before the depression. <laughs> um, in a lot right. of these cases, this it, but with the, that song in particular, it feels like because it's already gestated, like he's already moved past the acceptance, but he's internalized those lyrics so that he just feels, as you said, like drained. It's it's something mm -hmm. that just keeps going. Um, so it's like a continual acknowledgement. Uh, about a pretty pretty uh, rough uh, uh, time he's having for whatever yeah, it is. It, yeah, it even meant has like some biblical references in it. He's uh, 
later, like the, he says, well, everybody knows the tell me I'm the chosen one. Jesus wasn't only son for you kind of thing. But like, mm -hmm. it's, he thought he was going to get this very specific promise and it ended up not being true. So it's kind of like a so hallucination that... of sort, not hallucination, but I've noticed... a veil. Okay. It's a veil. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like a veil that was placed over his eyes. He didn't know what he was getting into. That's all I was trying to say, I guess. Gotcha. I have also noticed this, and I don't know if, like, um, being a musician as well, that you've picked up on this as well. A lot of people that are either hard, hard, like as terms of metal or things like that, they tend to actually go towards things that have biblical references. Um, and the question I think to myself, like, moving forward, and it's probably a topic for another podcast, is... Um, do you think that actually has an implication as like like their upbringing like if they start out to be a like in a religious household and they like deter from it or it's something that very much plays in a part of their music that they feel like um they're expressing some sort of like wink and a nod to some sort to some sort of religion uh that they may be associated with yeah, I feel like that could definitely be its whole entire <laughs> own uh, podcast session because, I mean, I'm thinking of Pat, the Smashing Pumpkins here. And uh, yeah. if I remember correctly, he got abused as a child. Mm -hmm. And so, and that, I think that's what the song 1979 is about. It starts with the ice cream truck going down the street. And mm -hmm. uh, he, it's just, yeah, a lot of it is uh, pain that they've gone through. Mm -hmm. And that's where actually a lot of music comes from is like that pain and the story of how they got to where they are or the reasons why they're there or all those different things that could be. Um, but as far as like religious things goes, I've noticed that a little bit too. And it's not necessarily just Christianity that I think that just seems that yeah. way just because of the general populace accepting yeah. Christianity. Because um, I think of even like Thrice, uh, they mention uh, while they have songs that also that kind of tie into Christianity a little bit, and they're not a Christian band by any means. Um, they have another two, or uh, yeah, two albums that are like based on Greek mythology. Right. And so there are different ways that people kind of talk about religion and dance around the idea a little bit. It's, and it's not necessarily what they believe in, but they have really good uh, grounds for storytelling. Right. So uh, I think that's part. Personally, of I've always been a big fan of Greek myths. I've always treated them like stories. Um, like, I always thought it was really cool, especially, like, because it's definitely, and this is, like, an actual someone's culture, but I wonder, like, as for, like, this mini conversation, that the artists definitely knew what they were do doing, too. Like, I don't know if it was, they made the conscious decision to include these references because, one, their target demographic, uh, America and people who primarily speak English are also, like, affected by, like, similar uh, situations, i.e. Christianity and things of the such, or it's they're just drawing from their own personal experiences. And, you know, it probably is a little bit of both, um, that they knew that it was going to not... Like, them causing controversy to some extent for, like, the normal the norm is also going to be good for them as well business wise uh or popularity because it just makes as you said for good uh yeah songwriting yeah i see what you're saying kind of appealing to them in right general because it's the bigger populace yeah it just depends like 
one when they came out and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was uh, bu- Bullet with Butterfly Wings. What do we have next, Yuri? Uh, looks like we have Paper Cut by Linkin Park. A lot of people probably know this one. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I loved Linkin I still love <laughs> Linkin Park. All right, I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to shut up. Ugh, just before it gets real good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing. My head's bobbing. <laughs> I know. I was like trying not to sing it. I personally love Linkin Park. Now, Paper Cut's not my friend. All of Hybrid th- Theory is really good for me. But on a much more like, seriously, like my favorite like underrated songs um, for me is Faint in a Place for My Head. Just something about like the way it starts. And um, I don't know. They just did a really good job on it. Um, my December too is a little bit sadder, but we're not here yeah. for sadness. That was last issue or whatever. <laughs> um, I should probably go back and add that. Anyway, yeah. So Lincoln Park, awesome. Um, I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> I think I just want to move <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, if you don't know who Lincoln Park is. Where have you been? What have you done with yeah, your life? Well, f- at yeah, least people think- that don't like it should know roughly. Right. They at least know of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like Lincoln Park is really good for some different reasons. You think of uh, Chester Bennington. Uh, yes. And um, everything he went through, whether uh, we don't know the exact story of what happened and why it happened. Right. People kind of have all their speculations on what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But like observing all the lyrics because he had a big part in writing lyrics. If I remember correctly, they had like little sessions where they would, somebody would come up with the song that they were writing next. Like this person would write this melody or these lyrics and it's like, oh, that would, and then they start playing off of it and had like a jam session. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of their lyrics were probably, I would say (laughs) the majority Chester's just because you look at all these lyrics, like paper cut, crawling, like uh, uh, one more light, uh, shadow of the day sun or I think that's what it is shadow of the sun day um all or yeah day I, I always mm-hmm. mix that oh, one you're up. good um and they're all uh they're so like you if you're reading the lyrics because obviously the styles are different among those four songs I think I mentioned um and it's either it's all deep though talking like paranoia and self-worth and how you feel about something and it's it's more than just the song, I guess. It's got such a greater depth to it of how important it is to like take care of yourself and to care about something. Right. Um, it really gives you something to live for, I guess. It's like, like trying a, to explain that to you. A lot of his songs or their songs, especially ones that he has a hand in dealing with, I definitely see what you mean. But like legitimately, um, oh my back! I'm sorry. Um, Cut the clip! <laughs> Cut the clip! <laughs> okay. Um. No, but like, legitimately. Ow! 
Sorry guys, I hurt my back at work. For I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, so I decided to come home and do a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm dying. <laughs> there's just no easy way. Um, anyway, what I was going to say before I was rudely interrupted by myself was um, with a lot of Linkin Park's stuff, it they either deal with mental Ill like not mental illness per se but like the 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 self-awareness of your mind um and how like lethal it is like for some people that are have like mental illnesses and stuff like that um typically the smarter you are like introspective wise and uh in general observant um you kind of have it's kind of like a double-edged sword you need things to kind of unwind take the edge off but the his stuff is specifically geared for like people that can't through like normal methods um just like controlling your mind is a difficult task in itself but doing so and then also like living a happy-ish life like what is that so um a lot of that is reflective of just like the sheer pure raw emotions that he goes through like uh hating himself for not really being able to quote unquote be a functioning like normal human being he always like internalized it which again is like a rational thing to do like if you mess up you automatic a healthy way to look at it is to try and make yourself improve but a lot of people that are hard on themselves and lack self-confidence take it way too far um but yes i see what you mean to say it short like he does a lot of head stuff um, yeah. They're talking about it. Alright. Enough about Linkin Park. I love those guys. Or still, Yeah, I still love them. Um, what do we got next? So next, I know we said we uh, weren't going to really touch love songs, but uh, we threw in a couple anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so next up is I Hate Everything About You by uh, Three Days Grace. Wait a second. You said no love songs. Yeah, well, <laughs> I lied. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm done memeing. Um, okay, so I have to do. I still love this song. Yeah. And it's, uh, I still yeah. love that song. Like, that's good song. That's just a good song. 
like it's it's hard but it's not hard hard um the visuals are definitely angry i will tell you that like they (laughs) they definitely put all that there like um they put uh some girl kissing a dude anger and then there's a dark barking that's anger an old man yelling at you anger that's anger anyway no um seriously though i yeah i would play this if i was like going through like a breakup or something i would Mm -hmm. play the crap out of this legitimately like um (laughs) it's probably one of the first three that i would go to where i would literally just like shout at the top of my lungs the lyrics to this song and be like (laughs) (laughs) everything about you Anyway, yeah, now you're getting to Louis Armstrong. That's the wrong genre. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, uh, oops, my bad. Um, yeah. I don't know. How do you, you feel about, like, Three Days Grace in general? Yeah, so I like, kind of like their stuff. Like, I mean, a lot of... I mean, it's kind of hard because it feels like a lot of their stuff is... I mean, I hate to relate it this way. Kind of like the Beatles where every song is a love song. <laughs> But uh, it's not like a love, love song like you think about it, like the Beatles. This like it's always some sort of issue they're having. Ah, oh, like, my um, back! Up the clip we listen to. Hey, stop worrying about your back. I'm talking. Here. Sorry. No. <laughs> stop it. Oh, uh, get some help. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Get some help with your back. Yeah. Think about the. Uh, the lyrics that we listen to on that little clip every roommate kept awake every sigh and scream we make like they're arguing and they're uh-huh. keeping up the roommate that they've got there uh, obviously it could be taken in a dirty way but i don't think that's what that's meant to be considering the rest of the song are you sure um, about that yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> no. um, but then all the feelings that i get but i still don't miss you yet um it's like the beginning of a breakup like it's one of those things that you've I... never experienced. I highly recommend you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I forget what it was, but I saw this like clip or something. It basically like tells you the three different types of loves um, that someone will experience, and it's something to the offense like your first love is like always this heightened uh, ideal of a person, and it's not actually you'll find out it's actually not going to be working out the second one is usually like um what you the almost the exact opposite of what the first one was like something that was unexpected and new and then the third one is like usually around the type of person that you figured out what you liked what you didn't like and what actually works with you um but this one primary in regards to this song it's talking about this person that is literally in a toxic relationship. Like that, that is this. They really aren't meant for each other at all. And yet he cannot help himself but feel entangled by this person. For better or worse. Literally, like we hear about stories about people just like 
and abusive relationships or toxic relationships just being unable to go and this is exactly what he's talking about hating everything about a person and still loving them is tragic in itself but yeah you know uh not to no go ahead i'm cutting you off (laughs) um i think about like uh I don't remember where I heard this or watched this, but um, in guys specifically, their first relationship tends to be, well, depending on, you know, circumstances, tends to be uh, somebody who kind of matches their mom. Ew. And yeah, no, go ahead, go right, ahead, go exactly. Ahead. But as far as like problems they might have and who they are and all these things, right. I, I think of uh, my first relationship, it was, it was exactly that. <laughs> like she was this depressed, uh, I guess wait. suicide. Uh, wait. And she started smoking and doing all this stuff, and it's like, what? <laughs> wait, you so dated it's... someone that was dead? Right. Yeah. No. Sorry. 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 <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cut the clip. Yeah. This is before my mom died. <laughs> I'm not into that necrophilia. No. 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 Hey, you're good. You're good. Uh, but yeah, I guess I, that's what I'm thinking about. Like maybe that was what his first relationship was like. Maybe his mom was abusive, or maybe she was just this horrible person. And so when he found somebody, that's exactly what he found. And he's like, "Oh, why did I do this?" But I love you for some reason. But you know, like, I've also complicated feelings. So like, I have a couple of thoughts of this. Like, I don't know about like the guys because they've never really had a toxic. I was the toxic one. If anything, um, not saying that I was, not saying that I wasn't, but you know, not toxic. Yeah, toxic, not toxic. You know about that. Um, I, I definitely wasn't the toxic one. Are you sure about? Stop. That? <laughs> um. Yeah, I. So, like, legitimately, I think for the girl, they're looking for. Sometimes they, especially if they're under a, what they feel as a strict household an act of rebellion is through like a relationship which is pretty common um so like if they do end up getting in like a toxic relationship it can actually be a really bad pattern it could actually ruin a lot of relationships moving forward because that's what that's all they know love to be so like they feel in some ways psychologically that any love that is a genuine love like a healthy one is somehow unwarranted or it's not enough so, I don't know how that fits into into uh, all of this per se, but yeah, yeah, I think I get what you're saying though. It kind of matches the subject. Yeah, I think this song is definitely could be like the situation verbatim that the song is talking about could be more applied to a woman scenario, statistically speaking. Uh, but I'm sure there are guys that actually go through like toxic relationships like i heard well i'm not gonna get into that um radio is just radio anyway yeah yeah i mean you you don't have to look far for like people examples um yeah moving straight along uh what do we what do we got next so next kind of similar uh except not the message just the style this this is satellite by rise against all right i'm ready That's why we won't back down, we won't ride high Now cause these are the things that we 
Wow, that actually ended really well. Good job. Yeah, that was a pretty good clip. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. I, I was actually liking that. That's. <laughs> I think that's actually the second song I like of theirs. Actually, like three or four, actually. Ah! Sorry, go ahead, Yuri. Say something about yeah. it. Yeah, say something. Okay, I won't give up on you. Um, so I feel like a lot of people, when they hear these songs at face value, or this song, I mean, at face value, with the lyrics, they might think it's some sort of against the government kind of thing. Um, but I feel like it's more about just living life to the fullest. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have a game plan. Like He talks about the American dream. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, those things never actually work. Especially like nowadays, like it's not something that's actually feasible and it's changed so much over time. It's not really something you want to have anymore. Um, and it's just, you can be hurt by trying to achieve that dream or uh, like you might take like some serious damage, whether personally, financially, whatever it is, trying to just seek out that dream. Um, but in the end, it's not really reasonable. Just do whatever makes you happy. So, one of the things that are as cool as for me, uh, growing up with songs like these, is I didn't exactly know what they were talking about, but still found comfort in them. And it's kind of like the attitude that is associated with it. So, like when I hear or I uh, redo these as a, or rehear them as an adult, it's radically different understanding, and. Uh, of the same world and it's still comforting but in a different way it's bittersweet um reassuring to know that someone was saying something upsetting that i couldn't understand all the time but it fit i am i empathize and it resonated with me um but frustrating that these songs just stays as relevant as the first day that you hear them it's like it's good to know that there are people fighting, but then you remember that this fight has been has been going on for decades, and probably will continue to. Um, which is a little bit of a hot take on these types of songs in general. They fit for a specific purpose, um, and that's probably why they're that popular. Um, yeah. Not to derail like all that this was, but this this satellite was like more of an, a song about empowerment and like picking you so, yourself up in uh, regards to everything else. Um, oh, they're playing in my area. <laughs> I'm sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I just saw like on YouTube, they're playing in Greenwood Village. So oh, nice. I'm like, what? Nice. Anyway, that'd be, that'd be Fuego Show. Um, all right. The one I've been curious about, because he's been talking about it quite some time, uh, we're going to be considering Paper Tigers by Thrice. Now, I am not a Thrice fan. Yeah, I, that's me. <laughs> I, yeah, I straight up, like the first time they played Thrice for me, um, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I don't like that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's kind of like a selective thing. I think like it's not that it's it's not that it's uh, I don't know how to say this. It's not like your typical punk or your typical rock. 
it's got its own kind of style to it that doesn't match the rest of everything else. But I like it because of that, I think. It's, it doesn't sound like everything else that's out there. It's got its own unique voice. I mean, that's, that's fair. Without further ado, we will listen to it. It really does just jump into it. Wow. <laughs> yep. They're not for everybody. <laughs> well, yeah, and this isn't really like an encompass. This doesn't match the rest of the what they do. Mm. Nothing else is like this. This is like their early days. I think, uh, I don't actually know this song came out, but it's like one of their first, not one of their first albums, but like one of their uh, first complete albums and one that got popularized. It was one of their first big hits, this mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know if you could understand the lyrics. No, <laughs> nope, I could not. Um, so I actually pulled them up so that Thank I don't you. get them wrong when I'm telling you. Uh, so with that little clip right there, he was saying they preach to the choir, always in the permanent daylight. They yeah. toss paper tigers from their perfect shatterproof spires. They light the world on fire just to watch it burn. It'll be their funeral pyre, but they never seem to learn. And from what I gather from this, and uh, now I haven't read this book, but it makes sense to me thinking about it and w- having watched the, uh, oh, what is his name? Uh, the Wisecrack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on this. Um, it's kind of like Fahrenheit 451, thinking about, uh, I mean, quite literally, he's talking about like the funeral pyre and like the things burning, the world is burning, these and like these paper tigers, which are kind of mentioned at the end of Fahrenheit 451. Mm-hmm. Um, so this song is like it's hard to really just take it at face value because it has a deeper meaning to it. Uh, it's more about not being fed the ideas. Uh, and like it's almost like they're trying to control what you're thinking kind of thing like the government or like whoever government religion mm. whatever it is they're trying to feed one mindset they're trying to burn everything else um and this is if you like think of fahrenheit 451 it was kind of like that except it was also about starting anew there was right. a second half to it um so i th- i think this really just focuses on that first half and focusing on the fact that uh, those people who are trying to instill this one-track mind in people, they don't understand that that's going to be their own suicide in the end. Like, it's that's what's going to end them. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, so, not to go full nerd on you, but um, it, just like in Avatar The Last Airbender, when... <laughs> <laughs> When the fire is good, it creates its energy, but also bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. That makes sense. It's kind of like that. Yeah. I, I feel like... I contributed. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I feel like that's kind of what Avatar is about, too. Like, well, yeah. Not necessarily, like, blatantly about that, because obviously it's a kid's show. Yeah, and it's obviously like very different. Yeah, so, like, it, there are some parallels that I can feel like there can be drawn. Totalitarian, uh, di- like, uh, dictatorship, uh, mm-hmm. disguised as an emperor uh, in a kingdom. Um, also like the control of information you can see in like the schools as well but that's not to get too too far into the actual i just think there's a lot of parallels from there as well it's a very popular concept like dictatorship and information controlling because Mm -hmm. ultimately and i think this is a part of it if you believe somebody implicitly right how would you know anything else and that's a very scary thing to uh, subject yourself to and I don't think a lot of people actually have a lot uh, a singular person that they would trust implicitly like if I told you from the day you like were born hey the sky is purple you would now associate that color as purple yeah. and until you got other con- information contrary you thought the color blue would be purple um, and it it just like all these things bring a reflection to a point where um, truth in itself is subjective. Not to get like philosophical, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, yeah, and that's kind of a lot of their songs, the Thrice songs, because they this is the one I mentioned earlier that kind of has some. Uh, uh, they use some of the Greek mythos in some of their songs and i feel like at the end of the song it kind of says that too because at the end of the saying we paid the price we paid the price we paid the we paid for their crimes with our blood and that kind of goes into uh mythology a little bit with uh i think it's faith on and paying for his crime with his blood and his life kind of mm-hmm. thing so <laughs> it, it's not just based on fahrenheit 451 purely right. they kind of fuse a couple ideas to get this great song with a great message overall yeah it's definitely uh yeah anyway is anyone else ready for another uh love song are you sure (laughs) i think you do yeah i uh we're gonna play the next one it's uh <clears throat> it's uh the kill by 30 seconds to Mars. Um <clears throat> anyway, yeah, you know it I, so like for we couldn't just ignore it legitimately um literally when I was making this or talking with this list, the first thing I put was any 30 seconds to Mars song <laughs> for for angry. <laughs> and it's kind of true cuz a lot of their stuff deals with I mean, you think emo, you think 30 seconds to Mars. Um, anyway, without further ado, hear that song.
Okay, so that was that. Interesting little factoid about me. When I had like a first serious, serious like breakup slash crush, I did binge this song pretty hard. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like it was a it was a time in my life, and I swear to God, I that's probably the closest to hate that I ever got. <laughs> It was it was rage. It, it was not rage like I would jerk jerk the wheel into a cliff and then into an orphanage rage. But um, would you say that you felt like a rat in a cage? <laughs> no, 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 what? But no. That, that's the first song. Okay. Ow! Ow! <laughs> I sorry. <laughs> oh. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I kind of feel like this song, like you're saying, it's a good kind beginner of that, one. Kind of. Yeah, it's like a good, like a, I guess, love relationship kind of thing. For this sure. also, though, can be viewed as a relationship with yourself, like taking care of yourself and. Like how you can beat yourself up and <laughs> yeah, I want I want to kill my. Never mind. <laughs> no, this isn't a suicide song. That's the next one. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I feel like this song's pretty self-explanatory as far as the lyrics go. Yeah, I think we can just uh, move on. If you don't know what Thirty Seconds to Mars is, again, it's really popular. This one is also really popular. It's pretty much a gateway drug to uh, becoming an emo. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. What do we got, Yuri? Uh, this one is Last Resort by Papa Roach. Easy peasy. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's anger. Yeah, pretty blatantly. <laughs> yeah, I am not a fan of Daddy Roach, Daddy Bug. <laughs> Please don't call him Daddy. <laughs> I could do whatever I want, sir. Okay. I would, I would I'm like you dad, to so. uh, respect my daddy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Are you serious? No. Um, I'm not no, a fan of Papa Roach. No, not really. <laughs> In fact, I'll do this while Yuri's talking. Go ahead and give me your thoughts on it. Um, so I feel like this song is also another pretty self-explanatory one, and obviously we chose like the end of the song because it kind of summarizes it, and it doesn't swear in this clip, so that's nice. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Uh, okay. Obviously, losing my sight, losing my mind, 
wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. He doesn't really have a support group to tell him like everything's going to be okay kind of thing. Um, and then last words, he's saying nothing's all right. Nothing is fine. He's running. He's crying. He can't go on living this way. So, I mean, kind of, I mean, and by the title too, last resort, like <laughs> last resort would be killing yourself. So, I mean, kind of makes sense. I just looked, you know? at, like, looked at the clip. It was squeaky clean version. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, we yeah, the clip yeah, the, the video we chose was squeaky clean, but uh Yeah. <laughs> it's he is not squeaky uh, clean. uh he's he's less than squeaky clean. Oh <laughs> <laughs> ah, my back <laughs> Anyway, so uh, this next one I haven't heard. Um I'm curious about it. I love Imagine Dragons, so I'm very curious of why I haven't heard this song before. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I'm trash. Um, <laughs> but legitimately, I am curious. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and play that right there. Wow, okay. That's that's how I'm feeling when uh What's it? What's a uh, what's it uh <laughs> I need to peel off a band-aid. Yeah <laughs> I don't believe a band-aid provides friction, but uh I, you know I need yeah. to ease it off <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true, huh? <laughs> uh I know what I said. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, I haven't heard that song. I need to probably link it up later. Cause yeah, I I think I it's a banger. Like, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's it, really good all the way through. Is it? It, 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 may, it may be a banger, but is it a bop? Yeah. Huh? Um. Well, I mean, this isn't K-pop we're listening to. A, so, a bop. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. No, I, I, it's funny. Stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I feel like this song could be taken a bunch of different ways, personally. Um, whether it's abuse or, uh, I mean, the way I kind of view it is, you know, you're literally fighting the friction, whatever it is, the entropy in your life. Um, and it's just so hard to do. Every, like, you, you're wanting it to ease off. You want that friction to ease off because you, you can't take the pressure that it's putting on you. Um, and people are just telling you, oh, just be strong. You can do it, eh? Uh, but... It really, it's it's too much. Mm. It, it's one of those types of songs. I feel like like it's it's uh, instead of encouraging you to be strong, it's like no, we can't do this, fam. Like, uh, it's too much. Too much, fam. Too much. Put the backpack on. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when uh, we said we wanted to create like a thirty-minute podcast? Yeah, that didn't work out, did it? We're like way over time. <laughs> Yeah, we are. We are clowns uh, for thinking we can make a 30-minute podcast. 
Ugh. Five songs. <laughs> top five songs. Yeah. And well, a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah. yeah, they're not even the top. Yeah. They're just like. <laughs> they're just a list. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. I love Breaking Benjamin, personally. I have to be very selective about it. Like, they have different levels of uh, anger, I guess. Um, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, like different levels of anger. Like, it'll go from, like, normal, normal uh, anger emo thing to... Yeah, exactly. Um, sorry, I played a clip that you can't hear. You'll you'll get it later when you listen okay, to this. Okay, cool. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you do. Anyway, uh, yeah. There, there's just nothing else to say. We're just playing it. I love Breaking Bad. Yeah, that was a really good 30-second clip. <clears throat> good cut. Oh, man, I kept listening. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. No, I was, like, sitting along with that one, too. I was... I, <laughs> I will not bow. Um, and um, the Diary of Jane are really good. Like, Honestly, I'd also recommend the acoustic version of uh, So Cold. I think it's only available on Spotify, but you might find it hit or miss on YouTube. Um, I'm sure someone's really ripped it off. That's think, what I mean. Yeah, think positively, might. guys. I'm sure <laughs> someone has stolen the content like we have done. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot to say. That It's just another relationship one. Stop um, Get some help. I don't know if it's a relationship one. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Diary Agent. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I was going to say, hold on a second here. <laughs> um, this one's talking about like shutting the world off from your, like shutting yourself away from the world. Which is. Because it's cruel. Which is a very good idea and everyone should do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that line about, uh, I don't want to change the world, I just want to leave it colder. It's kind of satirical. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. why would he want to do that if he's shutting himself up from the world? <laughs> Dude, I am um, not going to be part of your shtick. Yeah, and that's kind of, you know, the lyrics. I will not bow, I will not break, I will shut the world away. Yeah, I mean, it's quite literally exactly what we're if talking I'll about. I'll survive, paranoid, <laughs> I have lost the will to change. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's some good anger music right there. I'd play that in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. Are you sure? Stop! <laughs> um, anyway, so last but not least, we have another rage. Wait, no, this is the only rage against the machine. Oh, I thought we had more than one. Anyway, Bulls on Parade, Rage Against the Machine. 
Let's do it. That riff. Yo. Yeah. These guys were mad during the Clinton yeah. administration. I mean, yeah, look at their uh, look at their name, Rage Against the Machine. I mean, their title of their band is actually really well picked for like the music that they do. Can you imagine if they were here alive or like in their prime now? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and you think like the machine is the government. And this is their rage against that. And that's why they never got played on the radio. That's like, they true. did very selectively. Um, but their stuff was too intense for that. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, this song, uh, it may not be completely obvious about what it's about. Um, but it's really, it's, again, it's one of those government, military power kind of things and how the wrong wars are being fought for the wrong thing. Yeah. And, I mean, you think of this one line they rally around the family with a pocket full of shells i see a common like, uh oh go ahead finish your thought no that's all i was really ending off on was kind of like it's just well, i just slapped abuse you of shot. power my bad um huh well i just slapped your thought shot my bad um so like there's a line in it they don't burn the books they just remove them um the, and it's kind of literally like in the same vein as that uh, Thrice song, uh, Paper Tigers, where we're talking about like censorship. Not necessarily censorship, but the control of information. It shouldn't be apparent to anyone that any government, actually anyone, period, doesn't reveal all the information that they know i mean why would they if everyone told the truth there would be a lot of uh problems mm -hmm. unwarranted problems um yeah because i think this kind of goes off the idea that the government thinks they know what the people should know and exactly too much for them to know kind of thing it's um, like two kind of what two schools of thoughts like and I can see the validity of both of them, honestly. Like, if a husband and a wife are together and she and the wife comes to him and says, Hey, does my dress make me look fat? The guy knows the answer. <laughs> but and what does he choose to say? <laughs> basically, the two different ideologies are at play here. Does he tell the truth? Like, the... Like... Because it shouldn't be censored and everyone should just deal with it out in the open. Or does he lie thinking that it's going to be better in the long run? Um, which is what most people, governments, businesses, like people, even husbands, <laughs> do to save face or make, make it better. It's, um, yeah. And it's like what and not going too back into the uh fahrenheit 451 but ray Bat bradbury was kind of talking about there's a there was an essay that it was alluded to in that uh thug note special that 
just because like we might have a technology or we might uh, have all this information, like this level playing field, so to speak, it won't make the community any closer. And that's what a lot of people, and especially this song brings out, uh, or highlights anyway. Um, you're still, because it's all about viewpoints, you know, uh, you'll have people that view a very generic statement or a very generic ideology uh, and stand opposed to it for no particular reason. Just today I saw somebody that, uh, or a, like a YouTube channel that don't, uh, someone asked for them to produce merch. They produced the merch and donated all the proceeds from buying the merch to a charity. He didn't even want to do the merch, but he got several backlashes for it because it was a fraction of the things he made as a content creator. And it's like, literally, he can't do anything right. In my opinion, he did it right, but yeah, it was actually yeah. really sad. If you know Daily yeah, Dose of Internet, it, exactly. Like, Daily Dose of Internet it does nothing wrong. He actually struggles with depression on the regular. Um, and he's been very vocal and open about it. I don't think he should be, like, picked on or bullied or anything like that. Like, well. <laughs> just it's just yeah cringe <laughs> oh, yeah no. exactly cringe. but yeah i mean that that was a lot more insightful and well thought out than i thought this was this was going to be i thought we were just going to speed run through these but you know what <laughs> we'll get uh this the quicker a, we'll get a quick podcast on one of these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You no, know, we just gotta sit down and actually write something yeah. rather than hey, let's let's wing it. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> if you, I ask you to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. You just do it. Exactly. Anyway, yes. Um, I am done being angry. I feel more empowered. Do you feel empowered, Yuri? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I can feel it. <laughs> I, I just set you up for that. Anyway, <laughs> till next time, guys. <laughs>